Welcome to Your Health Simplified. I'm your host, Tiffany Colbertson, a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and senior fitness specialist. And I'm here to help you, well, simplify your health. Let's get to it. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of Your Health Simplified. I know we've talked a lot about fitness and nutrition and some lifestyle things, but I want to go back and really address how to get started. What do you need to do today to make tomorrow your starting spot? And what does that look like? What do you need? Do you need equipment? Um, What kind of support? Where do you start? What should you be looking for? We're going to go over all of that. First off, I do want to mention that what you did in the past to be in the best shape of your life. We all have that time, especially if we have ever dieted, if we've ever been smaller, whether that was high school, before kids, whatever it may be. We're all sitting here thinking about that time when we felt like we were in the best shape of our lives. And so what happens is we look for programs that were similar to what we were doing when we remember being in that body. The thing is, something about that approach was not sustainable. If it was, you would still be doing it. So maybe you had kids, maybe you got injured, maybe you have a chronic illness now. Maybe you moved and you lost your community at the gym and you haven't found a new one. There's a lot to unpack there and I don't know what your situation is. But I do know that if you stopped and you haven't picked back up, whatever you were doing back then is not sustainable for your lifestyle at this moment. It doesn't mean you'll never get back there. But that's definitely not going to be your jumping off spot, right? So first of all, I want you to think about where your body is at now. What are you currently doing? What are your limitations if you have any? Can you get on and off the floor? Can you jump? Can you do any amount of cardio? Um, How do you want to feel in your body? Do you want to feel extremely exhausted and like you could barely get through the workout? Is that empowering to you? I'm going to say that 99% of the women that I run into, that I train, that feeling of, oh my gosh, this is my first workout and I'm dead, doesn't feel great. It makes them feel like kind of a little bit hopeless and frustrated. Like, oh my gosh, I used to do this for my warm up. Now my body feels miserable. Like, this is horrible. I'm never going to get there. So I would really encourage you to look for a program that meets your body where it's at today. That honestly would look similar to what I have in the beginner's program. Um, It is two workouts a week for four weeks. It's not super complex. It's very straightforward. The movements have you all upright. It doesn't take you very long to complete. Basically, the women that have went through this program have all said, I felt like I worked out but I'm not exhausted. I feel accomplished. It felt doable. I'm excited to keep going, right? So some of them are like, I got a little bit sweaty. It's not intense. The goal when you first start moving your body is to build a habit. Fitness is a habit. It is something that you have to build on and work into your day and you have to know why you're doing it. You're doing it to have a healthy body, not necessarily a skinny body, not a super toned, ripped, I want to have tree trunk thighs and a dump truck ass and python arms, right? Boulder shoulders. But the goal should be, I want to move better in my body. I want my body to feel better. We can do that with fitness, absolutely. 
But again, we're not starting at a very complex, very intense point. You want to ease your body into it. This is A, going to build familiarity again with your body. If you haven't been working out, you probably don't have the mind-muscle connection that you once had. Um, If you have not been working out, you probably don't know what feels good in your body. You Maybe you haven't been on the floor in months or years, especially if you don't have small kids. Do you remember the last time you like got down on the floor, did some stuff and then got back up? Is that even doable for you? Like these are the questions that you need to ask yourself. What can my body do now? And then we want to lean in. You don't have a bad body right now. Even if it doesn't feel good, even if it doesn't move well, this is just the body you have. It is your today body and we're going to build on it. We're going to improve on it. But we can't do it from a place of hate and and try and force your body into this horrible workout that is far too advanced for the body that you have now. You want to be kind. You want to be gentle. You want to build a better relationship with fitness, one that can ebb and flow with how your body is moving, how it's feeling, your schedule, all of those things. It starts by meeting your body where it's at, giving yourself a very small goal. Again, like my beginner's program. It's two workouts a week for four weeks long. It's a small commitment, so it's not overwhelming, okay? You don't want to go into this, oh my gosh, I have to figure out how I'm going to fit six workouts in. They're all at least 45 minutes, and there's, you know, 30 exercises for each one. Oh my gosh, I have to Google all of these names and all of these movements. I have to buy new equipment. That is overwhelming. When we tend to get overwhelmed, we don't follow through. We are going to look at this program and be like, I'm probably not going to finish this. (laughs) I hope so. Like I have high hopes and I bought it and I'm going to do it, but it just looks like too much from the get-go. It's overwhelming. We want to eliminate that. Okay. Look for a true beginner's program, something that is easy for you to understand. That is not super complex. You can start out with 10 minutes of movement. You can start out with five minutes of movement. Okay. You don't need a lot inside of your workout. You want to lower the barrier of entry. So not very long in duration, not very intense in effort, um, not extremely complex movements. Okay. You want it to be easy peasy, smooth, get it done. And here's why. I want you to remember that fitness doesn't suck because if you've worked out before You probably enjoyed it to some extent. may not have been your favorite thing, but you enjoyed it enough to get progress. That's what I want for you again. And we're going to start by giving you a workout that your body can do, slightly challenging, but it empowers you to be like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to suck. I don't have to run 60 flights of stairs on day one and my goal is 300 by week two. Like, that's insane. We're not going to do that. So first off... Look for a program that meets your body where it's at today. If you cannot find one, again, I have the beginner's program. If you want to work one-on-one with a coach, that is always an option too, so that you can go over specifics. I have a shoulder injury. I have knee pain. I have this hip issue. I have sciatica. Whatever it may be, you're going to want to work one-to-one with a coach for that. Um, If you don't have any of those issues, a pre-built program like the beginner's program would be a perfect fit to get you in the door and get you started, okay? Furthermore, you want to find a program that is affordable for you, okay? Not everybody has 
a ton of money to throw around. Maybe you do, which, hey, congratulations, that's awesome. But when we don't have faith in ourselves to complete a program, we tend to not want to put very much money out, which could lead you to buying a shitty program um, if you're not careful. So you want to go with someone that you know and that you trust, but a program that is in your budget, which also means that you want to find a program that the equipment you already have. So if you don't have a gym membership, is that another fee that you want to put out on top of this program? Um, if you only have kettlebells at home, do you want to go purchase dumbbells? Do you want to purchase a barbell? Do you want to purchase um, resistance bands? Like, what does your budget look like? What do you already have access to? Can you find a program that utilizes what you already have? Again, you may not have faith that you're going to invest in this program and finish it. So you don't want to have to buy a whole bunch of new things. Um, And if you're going with a program that is meant for a beginner body, you should not be having any high intensity stuff. You shouldn't need new fitness wear. Um, I've done workouts in my pajamas, braless, right? Like that's what we want. We want it to be easy peasy from the get go. We're building a habit. We're going to start as low as possible with as little hurdles for you to conquer as as needed to get you started. So that's utilizing equipment that you already have and finding a program that is in your budget that you feel comfortable purchasing and confident purchasing. Um, My beginner's program uses dumbbells only. So um, if you have a pair of three to five pound dumbbells, that's a great place to jump off for a beginner. That would be sufficient. Um, you know, if you only have resistance bands, find a program that only has resistance bands, um, whatever it may be, or ask the coach. If you came to me and said, Hey, I want the beginner's program. Is it going to be doable if I only have resistance bands and I can walk you through how to do some of those changes and make it mod, you know, modify it for you. So, you know, look at what you already have, look at your budget, what you're going to feel comfortable and confident doing, and then find a program that embodies that. Um, And that's really the two biggest things, right, is starting where your body is at and finding a program that you um, already have things for. So you're not trying to buy everything and recreate a new lifestyle for you. Your lifestyle doesn't suck. It probably needs some improvement, as does mine. And I'm a fitness professional, and there's still areas that I can improve on. But we want to just lower that barrier of entry, get you a program that makes you feel confident in your body, not like your body is broken and miserable and can't do jack shit. And then we want to utilize what you already have. Chances are, if you have ever done fitness of any kind, you probably have dumbbells somewhere. If not, You can look at Goodwill if you have a thrift shop near you. Um, I know like Ross Dress for Less, super affordable dumbbells. Like if you have nothing, that's a great way to go. Go get some discount ones. Um, TJ Maxx, I have found really affordable ones that are even cheaper than Walmart. So, you know, kind of look and see what's available. Um, And the other thing that I want to touch on, um, that's a big one and it takes some time to build up, is you have to believe that your body is worth the effort. Okay, not even you as a human being, if you're having issues of self-doubt, self-worth, or whatever, right? Like internal, external, body is external, 
you know, we've got a lot of internal bullshit sometimes that we need to go through. But you have to believe that your body, whatever it may be, you got like my husband likes to call my bursitis hip, my granny hip. Um, I know like my mom who has a CRPS. So, uh, you know, she has a bad hand and a bad foot. Yes, we're using the term bad. It's just is what it is. Okay. Um, and she calls it that too. So I know it's safe. Like even with a granny hip, even with a bad hand and a bad foot, your body is still worthy of being taken care of. It still deserves to move in whatever capacity it can. It still deserves to be strong and have flexibility and have mobility and have the time taken to treat it well. Your heart still deserves to be strengthened. Your lungs still deserve to be strengthened, right? So you have to believe that no matter what size your body is, no matter what is going on with it at this very moment, it is still worthy of fitness. Your body will always be worthy of fitness. If you are in a wheelchair and do not have use of your legs, your arms are still worthy of fitness. You can still do some rowing to get cardio impact, right? There's always something that you can do no matter where you're at with your body that can help you love on it some more and make it move and feel better. And this is kind of a What came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Do you need to heal the internal thoughts about your self-worth first? Or do you need to work on your body and have your body feel better, which then can lead to more self-worth? It's, again, it depends on who you are and where you're at. Um, I try to do both simultaneously and I was making headway and then I would come, you know, butt heads with my body. And so I just took a step back and started working on my body and um, in the sense of like, what can I just do? What's the minimum thing that I can do that's not going to cause pain? And as I was slowly able to build on that and not feel like I had a bad, broken body that was useless in a sense in my head, like um, I was then able to really work more on the internal stuff. So it's kind of like I said, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Do you need to heal some internal bullshit first? Or do you need to just start moving your body so that you can be remembered that your body is capable, it is strong, it is not broken, you still have things that you can do with it? Don't treat it like junk. And when you don't treat it like junk, it actually makes your body feel better, which internally always makes my headspace, you know, what's going on up in in my head, so much better. It doesn't solve everything, but it is a reminder like, I can do this and you can do this. You absolutely can do this no matter what is going on. Um, You know, and if you don't have weights at all, if you don't have money to access um, a program, right? Let's do some body weight stuff. Easy peasy. I have, I put this in my newsletter. I've said it here. I have said it on Instagram. Body weight squats, push-ups off the countertop. You can do some good mornings for some hinges. You can, if you're able to get on the floor, glute bridges, bird dogs, dead bugs. Google these terms if you don't know them. Um, there's, you know, deadlifting, but chances are you also have things at your house. Use some canned goods. I've had clients use um, wine bottles and Bloody Mary mixes. And I had one client who was like, I don't know where my stuff is at. She was in the middle of the move. We used her dog leashes. 
okay. Like we, there is stuff that you can use at your home. You, and if you don't have a coach and if you don't have the ability to afford a coach, just do something, pick up something, do some bicep curls with some canned goods, you know, or some water bottles. Um, grab your toddler, put him on your back, do a couple squats, grab your baby, put him in a carrier and do some squats. Like you have resistance around your house that you could use, um, if you needed to. So get creative. Um, but you want to eventually invest in a program that is from a professional that you know, and that you trust and that, um, works with bodies like yours and not everybody works with plus size bodies. Not every trainer wants to work with people who have limitations due to disabilities or injuries or illnesses. So make sure that that is also on your radar when you are searching for something. Um, If you're not in a 100% able body, you want to make sure that the trainer that you work with um, knows and understands that and wants to work with you. Um, Believe it or not, there are people who turn down plus size bodies and will not work with them. So you know, to each their own. I, I open my doors to anyone and everyone. I love working with women who, um, struggle with, to find fitness solutions for their bodies that are not quote unquote normal in the sense that, you know, they have some limitations. Um, and so they need those modifications. I work with a lot of women who, um, are in physical therapy. I talk to physical therapists, like great, you know, working relationships. So there's solutions out there for you, but this is how you're going to get started. The too long didn't read. Actually, this is be too long didn't listen, but I know you. If you if you're listening now, you did. But you know whatever is find a program that starts where you're at. Find a program that utilizes what you already have. That lowers the barrier of entry and makes it um, more affordable and more likely that you're going to do it, and then believe that your body is worthy of fitness. You can get those three things lined up. You're going to be well on your way to a sustainable, enjoyable fitness journey. We want to, you know, eventually you're going to need to progress, but you got to start with where you're at um, and go from there, sister. So, If you have any questions, please let me know. I did mention my beginner's program. That'll be in the show notes. I also have a 60-day program if you're not a true beginner, but you're ready to work on a very progressive um, program. It moves you through three different phases in 60 days. It's pretty awesome. Every client that has went through it has loved it. I've gone through it multiple times myself. It is amazing. You just feel good. It's only 60 days long. And so it's, again, not that overwhelming. Oh my gosh, I'm committing to a huge chunk of time. So beginner's program, 60-day program. Those links are below. If you want more stuff like this in your inbox, please sign up for my newsletter. That is in the show notes as well. You can find all of those links there. Um, and as always, find me on Instagram at tiffstartsliving or shoot me an email, contact.thecollaboration at gmail.com, and let's connect. So go start your fitness routine, sis, and let me know if you need my help. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe and share this episode if you found it helpful. A review would also be fabulous.
You can find me most days hanging out over on Instagram at Tiff Starts Living. And if you ever need to contact me, my email will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day. I will see you next time.